And welcome back to another edition of the Inconvo We Trust podcast. I'm your host, Sean Thomas, a.k.a. Shawnee on the mic. What's good, y'all? What's good, y'all? What's good? No, it's been a little while, but we're back at it. No, a lot to talk about, a lot to catch up on. But before we do that, as always, joined by my two main men, my two co-hosts, Akio and Ross. No drum roll today because guess what, y'all? I'm starting with my damn self, okay? I'm starting with me, the both y'all Kuwait. Like I said, I'm Sean Thomas, a.k.a. Shoney on the mic, no drum roll necessary. But now, nah, um, Ross, man, since you laughed first, you reacted first. Let's start with you, bro. What's going on, bro? Uh, not much, man. I'm, I've been I've been feeling like I'm slacking out here in these streets, but I'm about to step it up. I've been working this morning shift. That yeah, mornings is not for me. I am a night owl. Like I'm supposed to get up at like three thirty to get to work for, or uh, well, get up at three to get to. So get to work at four. I'll be getting up at 4.30 to get to work at five. I'd be oh. absolutely wild. Yo, oh. I don't think I've gotten to work one time, maybe but one once. Like it's been, it's been horrible. Mornings is not for me. Yo, at 4.30, I'm ready to go to my bed. I ain't trying to wake up. At 3.30, I'm ready to go to bed. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm fine staying up till 3.30. But once 3.30 hit, about two o'clock, I'm ready to go. I cannot wake up at that time, bro. No matter if I try to go to sleep at like seven, I'm oh, my fault. I'm wilding. My bad. Akio, what it do, bro? <laughs> Gentlemen, hello. Well, <laughs> drum rolls wasn't needed for Sean because who the hell cares about Sean, right? But wow, on that's, another note, that's crazy. Yo, Russ, I ain't gonna hold you, bro. I start work for three o'clock now, and I understand the struggle, bro. I'm supposed to get up at 1:30. Next thing I know, alarm go off at two o'clock. I'm looking at the alarm and I'm like, I can't do this. I can't do this. This shit is hard. Three o'clock in the morning. That shit is hard, bro. So I totally yeah, understand. I'm, re- I'm ready to go to sleep at that time, bro. I can't. I cannot. Yo, let me tell you. Let me tell you how bad it is, right? So you know when you park across the street, you know what the fee is across the street now, or no? No. How much? Forty-two dollars. Whoa. Forty-two. Damn. Bro. I would lay in my bed and I would contemplate on paying that $42 just because it just feels so right to lay down because it's, it's, that's inhumane, bro. To be working at three o'clock in the morning. It's the thing of like, we got to do it. Going to bed. All right. What time do you go to bed? Because me, I go to bed. If I'm supposed to wake up at three 30, I go to bed around seven to eight to try to get enough sleep. I'll do that and wake up at like 10, 12 and then by the time two o'clock come i'm tired as fucking again i'm going to lay down and i'm not getting up and that's my problem i don't really have a specific bedtime because it's 8 30 now and i'm up and i got work at three so probably by like 10 i'll be out and that's just it i mean yeah i mean um my schedule changes every month but i don't go until five but you know what I'm saying? Like, like I actually always been the type to want to get in and get out when it comes to work. So I don't mind leaving working the five to one or the four to 12. I never minded that. I actually hate being at work late. Like actually tomorrow I have to work one to nine 30. And I'm like, bro, I want to leave at one, not start at one. So yeah, don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't like, I like having my whole day. Um, but I, it's not worth it if you can't get no sleep. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's the other part too. It's like 
it kind of throws off your sleep because like one night you could go to bed at seven and then Ross, I know we've had talks about there's been times where you haven't gone to bed at all. You just like stayed up and gone straight. So I I, I, I try to go to sleep at four. Like I try to go to sleep when I get in, like hop in the shower, just, you know, go into rest mode. Right. Nah, I'll wake up at eight o'clock. I'll go to sleep at four o'clock, wake up at eight o'clock. I'll go to sleep at six o'clock, wake up at 10 o'clock. Bruh, it, it just don't, it don't work. I'll, I'll sleep for four hours. I won't sleep for eight and it'll, I'll be fucked. And now I'm getting like bags under my eyes and shit. I'm like, nah, this ain't gonna work. This is not gonna work. <laughs> uh, between, between yesterday and today, because my off days, I've been knocked out, bro. Knocked out. So I guess that's why I catch up on most of my sleep because not only that, I've been doing doubles too. So I've really been not sleeping. But at least I ain't got no bags, you know. Light skin shit. He said light skin shit, you don't got no bags. Anyway, but nah, um, so this so this new bid started. I haven't I haven't worked the new bid yet because I had an eye infection on the last flight I did last Friday. I didn't have on gloves and I, you know, I was sweating and I'm rubbing my face and rubbing my eye and Something got into my eye and my eye was puffy. It swelled up crazy. I had to get like an ointment and an eye drop. It was bad. Um, but I go back to work tomorrow, so I'll see what the hell they got for me tomorrow. Hopefully tomorrow's a yeah. Better. You got you got you got to be careful. Nah, big time. I'm actually gonna buy a face protection tomorrow morning before I go in, bro. I'm gonna be in the belly with goggles on, looking crazy. But that's what nah, I need. See. You, you might you might think it's crazy. Okay, um, that's why sometimes I'll be like, yo, I'm glad I wear glasses, but shit still go in my eyes. Um, one day I was driving in a tug. This is before we had the closed tugs. And I hit like gravel or something, or the plane was going and hit gravel or something. And then I had a rock hit me dead in my eye. I thought nothing of it. But then one day I was in the bathroom. Well, no, later on that day I was in the bathroom, washed my um hands and everything. And I realized I had a um I popped a blood a blood vessel in my eye and I didn't even know it. And I'm like, nah, oh, definitely shit. have to wear some type of eye protection out there sometimes. Nah, facts, facts. So I'm, I'm I'm definitely gonna invest in a good one. Not like the hockey shit, not like you know what I'm saying, like when outside it's cold, you got on the hockey goggles. Not that thick pause, but just something, you know, those like standard construction joints, so nothing goes into my eye. But Ross and Akio, I wish y'all more sleep. And I wish y'all to wake up when your alarm clock says so, because <laughs> and everything uh, in between. So. I've changed my schedule. I'm I'm starting work at seven p.m. now, so I'm. That's, that's oh, that's life. wonderful. That's my life. Seven to seven p.m. I could do either early morning or overnight. Is that mid shit? Is that one to nine thirty? That's yeah, morning. missing all of your day. Just oh, you sit right with me. That's your oh, yeah, bugging. Sit right. But yeah, also, also at eight o'clock. I that, shit. that was eleven to seven. I missed. Like yo, that mid shift is amazing. Like I would wake up when I want, go to sleep when I want. I would work at eleven to seven. Eleven to seven isn't that bad because, like, once you get to eight o'clock, is when things really start popping off. You want to go on a date, you want to go meet with people's. Like eight nine o'clock is that's the time. You still got plenty of time to sleep. You go to sleep at two o'clock. You sleeping good until like ten. You good to go to work. Right, right, right. It's just you know what I'm saying. Working at five, I gotta be in bed by at least ten. If I could get five hours sleep. My alarm clock goes off 3.30. I'm out the door at 3.50 to catch the 4.15 shuttle bus to the terminal. That should be straight. So I wish y'all sleep. I wish me some sleep. And um, let me go from there. But 
Yo, y'all, look, man, we have a lot to catch up on. And I mean, and and I wish it was good shit, but it's actually not. Um, so I'm saying so, like, as y'all know, um, we've had a lot of mass shootings over the past month. I mean, really this whole year, but the past two, three weeks has been bad. You had the Buffalo shooting where 12 people died, an 18-year-old went and he targeted black folks in a predominantly African-American neighborhood in Buffalo and, um, you know, shot, you know, saying 12 black, uh, no, he shot one white and 12 uh, black uh, people and they died. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the video. There was a white guy who was hiding between like the counter and he went to shoot him, saw he was white and said, sorry. So that's all you needed to know about it, whether it was a target towards black folks or not, it clearly was. So that happened. And then last week, no, about a week and a half ago, the shooting in Uvalde, Texas with the kids, 19 kids and two students, I'm sorry, 19 kids and two uh, teachers uh, were shot and killed. And um, the sad part about that is one of, is the, is the husband of one of the teachers had a heart attack and he passed away. The same day that he went to lay uh, flowers at the grave of his wife, he had a heart attack and he passed away, literally dying of a breaking heart. And then I don't know if you guys saw this about a couple hours ago, there was another mass shooting in Washington. Um, a dude went into a municipal house, a municipal thing, and three people was, um, you know what I'm saying, four people shot, three of them dead. So, and I mean, amongst the other mass shootings that's happened, there was a Tulsa, Oklahoma, right. the hospital. Right. That shooting happened. The church, I think, in uh, California. Right. That happened. So, I mean, I mean, it, it's it's like I'm scared, yo. Like I'm scared because Stop I feel it. like. Stop it. No, 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 no. Like I'm scared from the standpoint of bro. Like you just like never, never know, bro. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like we can't assume it won't happen in new york when since eric and adams has become um uh mayor shootings have been up in the city by like freaking like 68 percent or something you know what i'm saying like i mean like we don't shoot in mass but again bro ross it's like you never know because my fear is that people are starting to do mass shootings because now it's cool it's like quote-unquote cool like um, people have no reason to shoot, but like, yeah, I want to be the next person to shoot up a church or shoot up a club, yada yada yada. I don't, I don't oh, know oh. the word is cool, but it just, it just like I don't, I, yeah, I don't agree with that. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Cool, cool is lack of a better term, but but I mean, bro, like, there's people out there that right, think trending. that they want to trend, they want to trend, right? That's the word for it, right? And wait, and I think there was a mass shooting in Philly uh, last week too. So I mean, right, right. So that was crazy. So, Ross, bro, I mean, I, 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 I'm going to stop with you. I'll save my opinions for the end. Just like, what's your take on all these shootings and, and, and how do you feel about it and just your emotions and, like, everything? Because, of course, the Buffalo one was bad because that was targeting a black folks. But then you got 19 kids. I think the youngest kid was six, bro. Six? So it's just like, what's your take on everything bro honestly i don't i'm i've uh i've said I've, uh i don't know i'm definitely uh i'm not a attached to most of the stuff anymore i really can't i can't take it in ever since the um in general seeing how much we don't give a fuck about uh, about people's lives here in america i'm just at the point like america ain't gonna change i just need to get the fuck out 
I can't, I can't internalize this shit anymore. You know, this, it's at the point now where this is how the system is set up. This is how they want it to be. One, there's more guns in America than there are people. You're not going to get rid of the guns. No amount of gun legislation is really going to affect. I, I'm not going to say no amount because there are certain things that could have stopped certain shooters from getting guns. But the amount of guns here, especially what happens in our neighborhoods, that's not uh, broadcasted on national news every day because it's so normal. And that's where most of the um, gun statistics come from. That That's not going to change based on gun, gun legislation. Those people who are getting guns illegally, that's not going to change anything. At this point, I'm just like, give everyone guns at this point, because honestly, you need to be able to defend yourself in a country where everybody got a gun. Like, if, if, all, the, if all the people that want to do bad got a gun, just give everybody a gun at this point. That's where I'm at with it. I, I'm, ain't no... You know, if, if it gets to the point where it's the Wild West and everybody got to shoot for themselves, maybe the, the the argument for if you know I got a gun, you won't shoot and you won't act stupid because you don't feel like you got power anymore. I don't know, but I'm past the gun argument. This country is going to change. It's more there's too much money. There's too much lobbyists. There's too much just corruption in this fraudulent ass country, sadistic ass place. So I'm I'm pretty much done. I just need out. Akio, what's your take on these mass shootings and people dying, bro? What's your opinion, bro? Um, so a lot of those shootings I wasn't even aware of. Um, I actually, like Gross said, like it's hard to internalize a lot of the things. I detached myself from, um, for, for one, I don't watch the news. Um, for two, especially social media, I've been falling back off of a lot more. So unless someone brings it to my attention, I really don't know what's going on. Um, something Ross said, um, everyone might as well be armed because I feel like if everyone is armed, we are less likely to have issues because if you think about it in the South, motherfuckers know not to play that game because they everybody assumes the next person is armed. Um, you made a comment about um, the mayor and I, I, I wouldn't push blame on him. I just feel like gun violence was something that we already was was dealing with and now it's just his turn to deal with it so and it's just gonna be something that just keeps happening there's nothing we could do about that um what else i have to say on that um the the country is a country that bear arms uh it's just unfortunate that new york is a city that does not and i just feel like people some people are just sick in a fucking head, bro. And there's no, there's nothing else we can say about that. The fact that that's really what it is. People like people have been trying to. So you said, you know, in the south, you know, more people have guns or less. The Yulvage, I don't even know how to pronounce it, but the school shooting that happened in it happened in Texas. I know you don't know the details. Uh, it happened in Texas. You know, most people there are armed, but it was a Hispanic community, and I don't know. Um, how, how well armed their community is out there. I don't know if it, they run, run by the same rules because really these rules are made for white people. Um, so, but it's, it goes even deeper because there were cops outside. It was, it's a whole thing, but uh, I just wanted to clarify that that one happened in the South, but that guy, that kid 
or I don't even know what to call him, that he he's just evil. Like people are trying to make excuses for him about, oh, he was bullied or his mother, his mother said some wild shit or like, oh, he must have had his reasons. Wild shit. Um, I'm just like, yo, honestly, they, people don't need to sit here and try to make excuses for people. Like, yo, dead ass, honestly, there's good people in this world. There are evil people. There's no way around it. We don't, the thing about the human race is like, we don't have any way of telling an evil person from a good person until the shit has happened. Like people will smile in your face. There'll be a snake and be doing some corrupt evil shit as soon as the, the lights go out, as soon as they're a turn a corner. So it, I, I'm, I agree with you, man. People out here are just evil. And until we get some type of telepathy out here, uh, the human race is always going to be in some war and some bullshit. So my view on it is the word cool. That's not the word I was trying to say. Like Ross said, it was like, my fear is that people are going to want to follow the trend. And it's because of what uh, Keo said, like there's sick people here and people are going to just be like, oh yeah, like fuck it. Like I want my face on like the back page or the front page, or I, I want to be spoken spoken about uh, in the news. And there's people that, you know, feed off of inflicting harm. So that's what makes me like, not on edge, but if there's like a, like a tier, like a level below on edge, that's what makes me. But um, I do, uh, I do, uh, I do think that, you know, saying putting guns in everyone's hands will calm down stuff. Because like you said, I'm saying like, the next man and the next chick won't play as much games because like you said bro like they're gonna assume that the next person is on but to me the deeper like the end result right is the shooting but my but what i would like to see is how what led up to it because yes there's people that are sick or whatever but you're not making an excuse for these people that shoot because obviously they're wrong and they should you know put to death or in jail or whatever the case is but a lot of these and the and it's and it's always men, right? So a lot of these dudes were either, like you know, like their upbringing was poor, or like you know they they were came from like a fucked up place, or their mental health is you know what I'm saying like not in check and it's out of whack, or like they went to school and people um you know what I'm saying uh, uh picked on them, bullied on them. So and it just so happens that June is mental health month for men, so it's like. There's a lot of, you know what I'm saying, like, like, you know, unstable mentally health people. And in this case, men. And, you know what I'm saying, like, like when two people decide to end a relationship, the ending of the relationship, you know, isn't the, isn't why it took place. There was several things, you know, on both sides that, you know what I'm saying, like, led to the ending of it happened. So, like I said, the ending is the shooting but how did we get here how did this take place and i think not the focus but i think paying more attention to the how instead of and paying more attention to the why i'm not saying that it's going to stop the shooting because the shootings are not going to stop like i said it's 8 53 eastern time that's five o'clock three people were killed there was a there was and i'm pretty, probably sure you know god forbid but in the next few days few weeks it's going to be more and more and more so it's like, I think if we could, if, you know, we could pay more attention to the how and the why 
instead of focusing on oh these people got shot or da 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 da, I it's not going to stop it, but maybe it would help it alleviate it a little bit, and it just goes to show you like how important mental mental health is. And Ross, like you said, homie was eighteen years old, eighteen years old, like at eighteen year old should either be graduating high school or getting ready for college or both and getting right. ready to live the, life. The mentality of an 18-year-old is that my whole life is ahead of me. Um, right, right. So it would to, it would stand to say that he may have been in a dark place, but I'm not even giving him that, honestly, because this is the actions of killing 18 people. Once you kill one kid and you, then you continue to kill others and watch, because you know, us not seeing it, the gore and the level of just, like just being able to see something like that and continuously do it, there's there's an evil in your heart. There's something different there than just even hate. Like that's fucking evil, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and it's like, yeah, like, it, like, it, it, no, there, there was no going back for that. Like he didn't, this was his, this was his, his fun. If you ask me, this was his fun. Like this was him living life. This was the best for him. This is the kind of guy. Oh, uh, there was a, to speak on, there was um, a guy I saw on TikTok who was telling, telling his story about how he had, um, he had met some guys online playing a, a game. And, you know, you, everyone's talking in the thing. And one of them says, oh, they're into dark humor. And um, and the, one of the other guys goes, oh, yeah, you're into dark humor. I'm really into dark humor. And so they have a, a little correspondence, like, real, really quickly. And um, the guy sends, one of the guys sends another a video of him killing a woman. Like, oh, this is my kind of dark humor. And the guy, he was ex-military, Canada. And uh, he took it, he called the American feds and they, they got the guy and arrested him and said that they already had him on the radar but had no proof on him. This is, a kind of, this is the person in America that's going on day to day in a, playing games on the street. You have no idea this guy is a murderer, a killer. And he was a white supremacist He's murdering off of hate. And it's like, what what could we possibly do about that? That kind of just, you're going about your day, you're under the pretense of freedom. I'm free to do what I want. And what you choose to do is when the lights are off, go and blindside a woman and give her a shotgun into the back of her head. Like this, this, this shit is just sick, bro. I'm like, no, no, it's, it's, it, it, and, and Ross, and, and that's why I said, maybe scared was the wrong saying word, but like, but like, it's like, we kind of have to be like on edge. Like we kind of have to look left and look right and look north and look south and look east and look west because you just never know. You just never, never know. Think, bro, like, and I want to focus on the Buffalo shooting and the Uvalde shooting specifically because the Buffalo one, bro, like this had a little Kyle Rittenhouse to it because one thing, one thing that people forget about the Kyle Rittenhouse thing was Kyle, Kyle Rittenhouse 
is not from the state of Minnesota. He crossed the state line to do what he did. This, the, the Buffalo shooter is not from the city of uh, Buffalo. He, I think, I think he drove like 80 miles specifically targeting African. Um, right. He had a, he had a manifest. He had plotted this. Not only that, he had a group that he plotted it with even, even up to the hour that they were messaging each other. That that right there, um, Sean King had posted. He's like, "Yo, this is a terrorist cell." Had had there been a group of Muslim practicing men that went on and said, um, or is, Islam Islamic men, um, they would absolutely consider that a terrorist cell, and every person that was in that group would have to go to jail. You'd have to be arrested. You'd have to be interrogated. It's not even a question for so. That just seeing that alone and how they let those people go, and they're not being questioned, they're not being arrested. It goes to show you the priority of America. You could we could stop all the thoughts and prayers, the real action that would that is taken against other people and not taken against whites. It's everything you need to see. Yeah, and 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 it's, and it definitely you know shows you the. I mean, as as we know, racism is still, you know, uh, unfortunately alive and well. And, and you know what I'm saying? And unfortunately, you know, because of the Uvalde shooting, you know, Buffalo had to take like a back burner in terms of the news. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like that just continues to show you like, you know, like how, you know, whites think about blacks and how, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, racism uh, happens. Bro, like this was a Sunday afternoon. People getting their groceries to cook Sunday dinner or groceries for the week. And he turned up dead. And and a lot of them was elderly folks, like people in their 60s or 70s. Sure. Or 80s. Like nine, nine out of the 10 were all elderly. Right. So it's like more people, three, three more people were shot, uh, one of them a young kid. Um, but he survived. Like more people could have been dead. Um, right. But also to your point of like, because I was thinking about this, right? Um, the buildup, the like thinking about it and the hate. I remember when I used to be mad at this stuff. It's crazy, honestly, that I'm that like separated from it now that I don't even get mad anymore. But I used to feel this internal infuriation, like this fury just building inside of me, this rage. And it, and it felt like hate, right? And I'm sitting there like, okay, when I think about it, is that the same hate that they feel just from other people existing or whoever is going to murder? Like, is this the same hate they feel? Is my hate is coming from the action of what if, you know, the whatever uh, mind boggling shit they heard, you know, built up this hate and this fury within them. And the same hate that I'm feeling against them is the same hate that it started with the shit, right? Like, I, like when I really think about it, it's like, I don't, I don't, being angry and the hate and shit, I, I can't see that being an answer because it, it feels like the same damn thing when I really think about it. Granted, let me, let me ask a question, I'm, right? Shoot. Go ahead. Sorry not, sorry, not to cut you off, right? Um. It, it seems like we're all on the same page when it comes down to not feeling a waste, so to say, towards something like this, right? 
so because of that, my question is, what was your first experience? What was your first mass shooting experience? And how did you feel about it? So the first mass shooting I can remember, um, and I'm sure maybe y'all obviously remember this, was Columbine. Same. And that was in Colorado, I believe. And kid and the dude, and I think this is another situation, kid, bullied, 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 picked on, picked on. Instead of going towards the bullies and, you know, fighting it, fighting a fade or, you know, a fair one, you know, gun and he shot up the school. And to this day, to this day, like, you know what I'm saying? Like families still talk about like how that's had an effect on them and yada, yada. Um, it, it, one, it made me fearful because it's one of those things where like, when shootings happen, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like in the streets or whatever the case was, this was a school, bro. Like, and I think that's the part that, you know what I'm saying? Like makes me think like, you think of certain places where you're supposed to be, where you're supposed to be safe. School is one of them. You, you go to school to learn, to get an education. You don't go to school to die. And that's and that was like my first thought, like, damn, like if I'm not safe at school if I, where there's police and security guards or at least it's just um, uh, security guards, where am I safe? People break into homes. So you're not safe at home. And obviously you're not safe at work because people come into work and they should have worked, too. So Columbine was my first one. And that's what it made me feel like, damn, like if we're not safe at school, what the hell and are we safe? Honestly, the, the mass shootings, they always felt very um far away to me I've, I've never really expected or thought uh it would happen anywhere here in new york you know god willing it doesn't um but um in new york city rather but i mean it, it did um what which one happened in new york just i don't know just shooting on the train station oh all right yeah oh, that, that happened right yeah that, that i know but I, I mean like in school shooting type thing but yeah mass shooting you're right. Um, even that, even that, like it, it still feels far away. And that's be probably because I never take the train anymore. Right. So I, I don't have to fear for that because I feel like I'm never going to be in that situation. A lot of this, when I think about and but that doesn't stop me from empathizing with, you know, this the situations that do happen. I think our legislatures, uh, the people who are supposed to make laws because they don't see the, themselves in these situations, they really couldn't give a fuck. I don't think anything is going to change until something happens to their children, something happens to their family members. They will not understand. They cannot be empathetic. They cannot do anything besides the thoughts and prayers and keep on moving with their lives until they feel the pain. They gen genuinely, I will never see nothing happening until it happens to them. Yeah, and 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 Akio, what was um, uh, what was your first, bro, and how do you feel? Um, me personally, as far as I can remember, the my first, it's probably not my first, but this is the the one that kind of impacted me. Um, I don't know if y'all remember the guy that shot up the movie theater and he walked in his bane. Right, right. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that 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 one affected me, and it affected me because um, when I was younger, y'all remember the movie theater up on Church Ave? Yeah, that they turned into the models. Yeah, yeah. So you know that movie theater got shot down because it, it um the guy shot up. I know that, right? No, nah. no. Nah. But that's why it got shut down. But 
I used to go to that movie theater a lot. So um, that mass shooting, that one kind of affected me just from that thought process. And it's, it's always been a problem, but I feel like we've been so desensitized to it because most of the shows you watch, like even Degrassi, they put these school shootings in it. And I get that they're putting shootings in it for a message to, to teach us better and so we can see what's going on. But not everyone had the same viewpoint. So some people could see it and be like, oh, another mass shooting. You know, so it's, it's it's very triggering and it's it's a part of society now and it's something we got to think about and be very careful and tread lightly. And granted, so you made a comment and you said, um, Ross, the being that you don't take the train, it didn't really affect you like that. But I'm pretty sure you got friends and family who take the train and me personally, I feel like that's how we have to think. Like we have to think about these other people because uh, we have the benefits of driving place to place. But even in those occasions, shit happens. Cause I remember not too long ago in the Belt Parkway, some old dude driving crazy, cop trying to pull him over, couldn't pull him over and boom, shoot out on the belt. So it doesn't well, matter where we go, it's, yeah, it it's nowhere safe. In Florida, the guy, a guy, two people, one person cut one guy off, the other one threw a water bottle at him. He pulled out, the guy in retaliation pulled out a gun and started busting on him, but shot through his own front window to shoot at somebody. It could happen anywhere. That's just America. Guns and America, synonymous. It's, 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 it's a love relationship with America. They just love their guns. Um, my thing is, right, and me saying that I feel far away from shootings, is not to say that I can't understand them and that I don't, or, or and I can't empathize with the people that it happens to. Me feeling far away from it just makes it feel like, just in my head, makes it feel like I'm gonna continue with my life. I have to continue with my life and I'm not gonna stay in, I'm not gonna be in fear. Like, I just can't, I can't live in fear. Um, so even when it comes to like, my son has to go to school, I can't sit and think, He's not going to come home. I can sit and think that it's not going to help the situation. I can't be yeah, so. And you can't, can't and you can't think like that because you don't want to bring that negativity upon yourself or your right? son. For that matter. Put myself in a, a just a paranoid situation of every. And now I'm I'm taking I'm taking actions to try to do things that because I'm in living in a paranoid state in a, a state of fear because these things have happened and they're possible. It's more possible here than any other country in the world. With the people who are in, in power don't take any action. I, for me, um, I, just, I, I just can't. And, Rose, and, and, and that's where I wanted to go to next because the Uvalde shooting specifically. Bro, the cops and the security guards were standing outside preventing the parents from going inside, obviously. But to me, you're standing outside when you should be inside trying to get this guy because I read a report, or I, th I think I saw it, that the guy was inside the school for 45 um, minutes. 45 minutes, just slaughtering. It more like a hostage situation without any type of hostage situation where they right. were in there communicating with him. Right. To, right. They, they, it, wasn't, it wasn't like that. It right. was two. It was two cops on their own, two fed, federal cops, I do believe, that decided that they would go in and 
because they the other cops were still on orders not to go in, not to do anything. And at that point, it had been about 90 minutes. So two cops just said, fuck it, we're going in. They weren't trained in that situation. They called out, hey, if anyone needs help, scream for help. A kid screamed for help. Somebody went, uh, the, not somebody, the, uh, the shooter went over and shot the kid. He was still alive. People were bleeding out, dying while they were outside waiting. They went in, tried to do something, and got someone killed. You're right. I'm glad that they went in. One death shouldn't have came from that, though. Correct. The people who are outside were trained to handle these situations. They were armored for these situations. Yeah. It's mind-boggling, mind-blowing, conspiracy theory, fucking rapturing shit that just, it can't, it, 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 I can't comprehend it. And I mean, yeah, I mean, and, and it's like, that's the thing. Like, I mean, like, bro, like there's a lot of cops out there that, yeah, like I'm gonna become a cop because it's easy to do. Like I just got to get 60 or I think it's 90 uh, credits in school and pass the academy and the training and I get a badge and a gun and my face has to be clean, shaven, yada, yada, yada. But there's, bro, bro there's a lot of scared cops out there there are a lot of people that are in their profession that are terrified of what they do fire um fighters the same way emt the same thing i have a friend not to put a business in out there but i have a emt friend who killed someone by accident because when shit hit the fan instead of doing what they were trying to do they were so startled they were so scared ah they ended up putting the an iv in the wrong thing and it went to the heart and stopped the heart and the person was uh, brain dead so it's like there's a lot of uh, people that are trained to do what they do they're just afraid to do it which is crazy and ross it, it, like you said the cop who um a couple years back he was in the in the projects doing a patrol and he was in a, a staircase it was dark and he heard a noise and he shot he shot yeah 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 i remember and, I murdered, and murdered a kid like pink houses yeah in Brooklyn. Bruh, that yeah. level that you should not be a cop more than more so there are way I've said this before people don't become most people don't become cops to protect their neighborhoods they become cops for power they become yeah. cops for pension yep. they become cops because of the benefits of being a cop yeah not facts. because they want to protect and serve facts and that's a fact army navy military you could say the we need to stop yeah. treating these people like they're heroes they are not. They signed up for a job. I'm really, even the military, it needs to be stopped. Wait, anytime you put anything on a pedestal, like really at this point, if we need to put, if we're going to call anybody heroes, it's teachers. Yeah, like I have a friend who's leaving tomorrow to go to, I have a friend who I was with uh, yesterday that's leaving to go to Iraq and he actually gives a fuck and actually wants to do well, but it's like he's told me uh, stories about people like yeah man like i can't wait till i come home to you know what i'm saying man cash in and do this and do that and it's like well what about the job that you're gonna go do for fucking nine months isn't that just as uh important too like How i mean it be that important in your cog in the system you're not right. the, the effect you can have at that level is minuscule you can only really have an effect around the people around you and used oh, oh god i got a question I have a question. Um, 
I feel like we crucify our public servants, right? And so for better understanding, the two cops who went inside, did they make a difference in that whole scenario besides one kid getting killed? Yeah, they stopped. They stopped the the situation from going on any further. I'm not so in that. I'm glad that they win it, but a kid being killed because of it isn't acceptable. It cannot be acceptable. So if they did not go in, do you feel no? Hold on, but if they did not go in, do you feel like more children could have died? For sure, absolutely. More. There's way more. chances that more people would have died but it's not those it wasn't on those two cops bro there were 40 other cops outside those were the ones i I get that but went rogue and did not follow orders and went and did something that ended the situation the the cops that you're commending those two cops you're commending those two cops absolutely 100%. 100%. I'm happy they went in. I'm what a child losing their life. If you were the father of the child that lost the lost the life because they weren't trained on how to do their job and they called out and your child is the one that died, that is unacceptable. What it mean that, that not being my child, it's unacceptable. Bro, and the funny thing is, I think like there was like two or three of those cops that had kids uh, inside the school and they went and got them. They went right. and got them. Right. So it's just like, I don't know. So what? So now I want to transition from that to um, there's been people going on like Capitol Hill and um, and, you know, in the courts, you know, asking for uh, rules to be changed and uh, legislation to be changed when it comes to guns, because. Ross, like you like you said, this country was built on that. This country was built on, you know, guns and shooting. So, I mean, but these like Mitch McConnell's of the world and everyone else that, you know, the people that can make a change don't want to make, well, it seems like they don't want to make a change for whatever uh, reason. So in terms of like the people that can make a change, either not wanting to or saying that they can't make a change, the people that's on the Capitol Hills and the Supreme Courts and people that is quote unquote in power and, you know what I'm saying, have the ability to do so. What's your take on that? Because there's a lot of outrage uh, happening right now. I think the person that did the autopsy said he couldn't even identify two of the kids because they were decapitated, mutilated. Yeah. Um, mutilated. My, my thing. Uh, my thing is. Um, all right. So look, September 11th, right? Happened one time. There was one time, and, and things changed immediately. Security has been tight ever since right one time that took um before that before that or or after that the guy who tried to get on the plane was a bomb in his shoe y'all remember that he he did he was unsuccessful right right Right. had to take off his shoes after that has hasn't changed since that one one attempt and that and the whole system changed if this was if this was important, it could be done. Every school could have some type of security, some type of uh, prevention. 
for this to happen. Granted, there was a school resource officer, and I think um, I think even him in that instance, I think he ran. Um, and it 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 boggles my mind, but it, the fact that we need to accept here is that the people that we have in power are not going to change anything. They do not give a damn. Until you change those people out for genuine people, nothing's gonna change. These a lot of these people have been in power for like forty years. Like Mitch McConnell, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's beyond ridiculous. Like you, the the level of just incompetence you would think would get a person out, but I sincerely sit and think about who sits in their mind and thinks, "Let me reelect Mitch McConnell." to my Senate for the 47th time. What, what do you think this man is, the, what have, other than, oh, he's keeping the status quo and I like the status quo. The people, I, I think in a, in a bigger picture thing here, white people are fine with how things are. And until they're not, it, not much is gonna change. And I, when I say white people, I'm not talking about the ones in the inner cities. I'm talking about the ones that for the majority of the country. They, they see America as the pinnacle of freedom and everything they need. And it's in a great state. And because for them to keep reelecting these people, unless the, unless this is, is these, it's, it's full like these people are getting it through all the other means they're getting their elections through other means. They're, they're perfectly fine with how everything is being done. And being that Republicans are, it looks like Republicans are about to take back the House and Senate. This is how it's it's going to be in America. So, accept it or get the fuck out, because you're going to drive yourself crazy. America doesn't want to change. That's true. Okay, or you were we're going to say uh, something, bro? Yeah. Um. I just wanted to say what what. What do you think they can do to make a proper change? And what do you think would be some viable fixes to make things better? I, I genuinely like the things that they're talking about now in making the gun age. Right now, you could buy a gun at 18. Honestly, you could buy it younger than that as long as you have a parent with you. You could buy a gun at 12. You could buy a gun at 13. You just have to have a, a parent with you. Um, but then making it and that and that's when you, you gun shows and all that going into an actual store and doing it is a little different. Um, once you're making it at age 21, I think is a good idea. But I, I, I feel like this the Yovage shooter, he would have waited. He would have been fine waiting, or he he would have had someone else get it for him. He would have did the same thing. A lot of it in in general to me. I think these things are still going to happen because the guns are that readily available and it doesn't take much. Uh, the other day, a guy was caught with uh, 40 guns coming from North Carolina. Uh, he tried to sell it to a, uh, to a, uh, undercover NYPD, NYPD officer. Um, so it was 36 guns sold for, you know, $40,000. Like, that no amount of gun legislation is going to stop that. So for me, it's 
I'm I'm over the gun debate. The guns are here. They're not going anywhere. There's more guns than people. Give everybody a gun. That's it. So the way that I feel is that it's hard because it's like uh, easy fix would be like, I right, well, you know, like stop making the guns um uh, accessible. But that's a hundred percent unrealistic because people are because people can legally get them obvious, obviously, but the illegal sales or the illegal you know way that people get guns is going to continue it's been happening for hundreds well not hundreds of i'm um, saying uh years but it's been happening you know what i'm saying and that's going to continue to happen too and it's like all right you make it hard to get a gun illegally people are just going to go the uh, the illegal way and pay a little bit more or just do a little bit more to obtain one so Bro, like what I would like to see happen, which, you know what I'm saying? I think Ross was getting to it too, is you have to put new people in power. You have to put new people to run the Senate, to do this, to do that. People that actually give a fuck because the Mitch McConnell's and all these other people who's been there for years and years and years, it's clear that they don't care because they can make uh, um, a change. They've made changes on other shit. They've made changes on, you know, saying these laws and these rules and these rules and these laws. Yo, Brett, Brett McConnell, the uh, the Supreme Court justice, right? That a couple of days ago, uh, there was a guy. Uh, he was, I think, he was eighteen or twenty-one, young kid. Um, and when I say young kid, sorry, these is eighteen is an adult. All of these people, are adults, um, guys, not boys, not children, but. At my age, I'm looking at, I be calling, I be calling people kids now. I'd be like, oh, you're only 18, nigga, you're an old kid. Um, but yeah, so this kid was there and he had a gun outside his home. And so I don't know the specifics of how he was caught, but apparently they said that he, once he was caught, they said, oh, he wanted to kill um, Kevin because Gun, abortions were going to be um, attacked and because gun, gun lobby, gun, gun shit was going to be changed or something like that. I forget exactly. But that same day, Mitch McConnell went up on to the Senate floor and said, we need to have something change now. We need to see the Democrats have this change by the end of the day so that our Supreme Justices are protected. If that if that doesn't show you, yeah, what's important to someone, yeah, I don't know what else. Like we can't stop, we can't keep going to these people thinking they're gonna change something. It's at this point we're the insane ones to continually come come and talk to them and say, "Yo, we need you guys to change something. We need you to do." We are insane to think that something's gonna change here at this point. Because when they want, like Sean said, when they want something to happen, it will happen. That is literally proof that happened, what, two or three days ago. Man went up on there and said that the Democrats need to have this change by today. This is a serious situation. His, he was, he could have been killed. This man was outside of his house with a gun in America. America. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. John, facts. facts. The, love, the gun loving country, you can walk around with a gun. Why is it so bad that he was outside Kevin Kevin's house? Bro, and that's what I always say, bro. Justice and you care about him? He has power. 
Yeah, and bro, and that's what I always say, bro. When it comes to them, bro, if they want to, they will. If bro, if people want to, especially them, if they want to, they will. Akio, if 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 you, what would you like to see done, or like, what would you, how would you go um, about it to see a change or see things move in the opposite uh, direction, bro? Well, um, for one, I feel like you shouldn't be able to just walk into an establishment and buy a gun just so easily. I feel like proper background checks need to be done, um, especially your first gun. I feel like the first gun, definitely, it should be a thorough background check down to the people that you're surrounded with, even family bloodline. Um, after you clear that, then fine. We can talk about other guns, but automatic guns, I feel like there, there should be a higher restriction on those. Maybe because I don't even tr- trust people that served in the army with guns because PTSD is a real thing. Um, the age limit, I do agree. Yes, it should be raised 21. I don't think so. 25, maybe. Um, 25. I feel like with the, most, even most with that. that My fault. Sorry, Akio. No, go ahead. See what you're saying. 25 is the age where they say, like, most front, lobal, front lobe is developed fully, where they have, you know, they've developed and they're brain patterns are stable enough you know they're not still growing in in the way that their minds work um so they you know 25 sounds like a good age for a deadly weapon to be into someone's hands you would think that they'd be more responsible you would think so but you know um i feel like leaving it at 21 or even 18 or even like you said for that matter 12 with, with a parent consent i feel like it's just gonna be treated like alcohol like it's still accessible so we're gonna find a way to get it by any means necessary and um i feel parents, like parents get it for their kids all the time too so it's like that's a normal yeah and they train them for young yeah right not in our circles but in most of the country kids have white people have no problem giving their kids guns at young ages and start training them at this point we all need to start training how to use guns it is a part of america i i used to be a part of yo we need to get rid of guns guns the only reason to have a gun is to kill someone the 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 only real reason to have a a gun is made is to cause destruction. That was my point, my thought process. At this point, where I've noted, we're well past that. Just give me a gun now. Give my boy a gun now. Give the give everyone a gun. Let it play. Let it play itself out because what we're doing ain't work. So speaking of guns, um, I don't I don't know if you guys saw this clip earlier this morning. Um, Joy Bahar, who used to be on the View. I think I think the view still runs and I don't know, but she's a white uh, lady who's been you no, know, she's had some controversial things. Her and Whoopi uh, Goldberg, they go at it, you know, a lot. And Whoopi has had her fair share, fair share of shit. Joy Bahar said, and I quote, because they had a African-American uh, lady. I forgot who she was. I should have got her name, but she was pretty much talking about like, you know, like change of guns and gun uh, reform and stuff like that. And Joy Bahar Ross and Akio said, and I quote, 
if you put guns in the hands of black people, laws will be made and laws will be changed. I repeat, if you put guns in the hands of black people, laws will be made and laws I, will be changed. I didn't see it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go see it. She ain't lying. She ain't lying. If you put guns in all of my hands, watch how fast they make laws. Do you feel so people agreed, Ross, like you did, but a lot of people felt it came from a racist uh standpoint because Joy Barr has said some quote unquote racist, wow, racist things. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. So it's Listen, like yeah, it came from a racist standpoint, but that shit was that shit is facts. If you want something changed, give it to the black man, and I'll bet you that should get changed. Because why would they? Why would they use a white person as a test dummy? America's white. It don't make no sense. Of course, they're gonna put a, a, a minority front page and state, "Look what this black man just did." It, it's it's wrong that the person said it, but it's only wrong because it came from a white man. Yeah, yeah, and 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 and. Like I agree because and it's and it's unfortunate that you know what I'm saying that we all agree with what she said, whether it came from a racist uh, viewpoint, a racist uh, standpoint or not, it's actually true. And it's sad, but but it goes to show you like how fearful America is of us, of black people. And I'm um it, it, um it, you know what I mean, and and it also goes to show you that you know what I'm saying the power that we have, you know what I'm saying? Like that's the other half of it too, like. It's like, oh, like black people have guns and they have access to guns. Oh no, we have to stop this right now. If and yo, and I'm and yo, and that's my fear because we've seen black people be behind some of these mass shootings too. I don't know if you guys remember, I think it was a couple of years ago during the uh George Floyd thing. Um, a black man got into a car and he ran over a people. He just got in the car and went through a crowd and just plowed, like just ran through a whole crowd. And I know that wasn't a gun, but it's just like they dealt with him swiftly. They dealt with his ass swiftly. And obviously because he was black with dreadlocks and all this shit. So get it. Uh, yeah, so, um, you know, um, you know what I mean? So it's, 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 it is sad, but it is true. And I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things that where you know I'm saying, like, unfortunately it's just, all right, well, the next mass shooting was here and the next mass shooting was there because it's going to happen. Cause like we said, guns are, way too easily um, accessible. So, I mean, obviously, rest in peace to those who have been killed during the whole mass shootings. I think there was a mass shooting in Sacramento or like Long Beach, like uh, last month too. It's it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Philly, um, um, like the one that I said too. So, I mean, it's just happening. And I mean, I mean, I guess we just got to keep our head on a fucking um, a swivel. And we just have to make sure. But also we have to be careful how we treat people too. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a big, to me, that's a big uh, component of it too. Cause there's a lot of people out here that Ross, and you made a very good point. A lot of people take these jobs with where they have to carry a weapon for power. And unfortunately, a lot of these people, their upbringing was like, you know, the corny white kid or the corny black kid or the corny uh, Spanish kid. Like I, I was corny in junior high and high school and college. I got a seminar, bitch. I got someone that could blow off your head, bitch. And right. that's how they feel. I got a badge now. Like, right. I remember one of my friends, we were all talking and went, and his his cop friend pulled up. And um, his friend, his cop friend was like, oh, I got in this situation today where 
um we were we were arresting some guy because uh something was wrong with his his license or whatever and he was driving and there was a kid on the street recording him and he said with pride oh i went over there i took his phone and i i threw it on the floor and i smashed it and i'm like and you're proud of that i had to, I, had to, I had to walk away i was like i'm i have one thing i'm not nope i was like yo not nah, really cops really think they're above the law they do not see the assault that they do to people every day as assault they're well within their means if we don't take away that kind of power if cops can just assault people and they get away with it i don't is right i cannot i don't know so 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 to put a bow on you know like the mass shootings and everything ross what's your like final take on it what what's what's you know what i'm saying like and 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 it's like it just sucks because like i said it happens in bro a hospital a hospital a place of care a place where you go to get well a place of birth where lives are brought into the world many church shootings people worship like literally non-violent right (laughs) and go and get murdered my my take on it honestly is at this point if you do have if you haven't if you have the ability to get a gun get yourself a gun get trained in how to use a gun keep yourself safe um most of us here in new york especially new york city you can't have a gun unless you're you have some type of uh job that gives you an exception or you're military but uh if you're in a state where you can get one and get trained shit it Get trained, even if you're not. Um, and really, if you have a big problem with America, get your monies and get the fuck out. This place is sadistic. Get out. Yeah, like yeah, like last year, um, on July fourth, I think I made a comment. I was like, "Oh, great, we get to hear this fucking um song by uh Francis Scott Key and her fucking uh, racist ass and all this shit," and. The amount of white people that slid in my DM talking about, oh, that's wrong. And, oh, she made it for the country. I'm like, this country was built not for us. So Francis Scott Key, you can't tell me that she didn't have a racist bone in her body, too. Maybe that's taking it a little bit too far. But, I mean, you know, and I'm saying that's why June uh, Juneteenth, bro, Juneteenth been around for years. Now we now the world wants to fucking uh, celebrate it. Juneteenth been around for fucking years. June 19th has been a date forever. And now people actually give a fuck about it. Federal holiday now and places are closed. All it took was a man getting a knee on his neck for that to take place. And a man in freaking, um, I forgot the state, getting a shot up. And you know what I'm saying? For all these people from the Sandra Blinds and everyone else. That's all it took was more black folks uh, getting killed for a day for us to be um, recognized. So it's just crazy. Um, Akio, in terms of the mass shootings, bro, what's your final uh, spin on it, bro? Well, honestly, I just feel like there's nothing you can do about it because people are sticking their head. They're going to do what they want to do at the end of the day. Um, there's, I, I feel like there's really no proper security procedures we can take to avoid situations like this except to be armed, like Rose said. Um, 
I just feel like the way to go about it is still going to affect us mentally because I'm going to keep it a buck with you. If I ever go into a church and I see two guys with an AK-47 watching the door, I'm worried, you know, and I feel the same way for my kids if they go into a school and I feel the same way if I walk into a hospital looking for, for urgent care and there's people lined up with AK-47s in the event of a mass shooting. And that's where we're leading to, to be honest with you. Most hospitals um, do have someone that's there that's armed. They just don't have AKs. They got Glocks. But that's what I'm saying. What is a Glock going to do compared to automatic? So One, A bullet is a bullet. If you I, if you're yeah. trained on how to use the bullet, yeah, it'll do one bullet will do a lot. I mean, I oh, get it. The but unfortunate I, part of it is that it only takes one bullet. Which is true. But I just feel like um that's 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 what we're, we're leading to in this world. Um and, uh, and in this country mentally is not healthy. In this I mean in this country. You're, you're right. I'm sorry, in this country. In, in every in this country, country, this is not a thing. The closest school shooter school shootings to us is eight in South Africa, I do believe. And that's and that's not people going into like I do I do believe that's extremists going into schools and shooting it up. And that that hasn't happened in a while. Um the most countries have zero or one. Most countries have zero or one. We're on like 288. There's this it's no comparison. So shootings in general we're we're in a whole nother league. Some countries have zero gun deaths a year. Yeah, facts. Granted, they have knife de- knife deaths. You cannot, in no way, in no way in hell, can you kill the amount of people with a knife that you can with a gun. That's a fact. That's a fact. My final spin is like, and I'm saying, like, obviously, change needs to take place. How and why? I mean, sorry, how. You know what I'm saying, and when obviously those are the two major uh, questions. Um, you know what I'm saying, but I mean it's 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 sad, but you know what I mean it's 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 something that unfortunately we have to deal with. And Ross, like you said, you know one of the options is just getting the fuck up and out of here. You know what I'm saying, man. Re- uh, relocation is a real thing because you know what I'm saying that people want to flock to Canada and the Caribbean and Mexico. Listen, there's gun violence everywhere, but at the end of the day, it's like. It's not about the gun violence per se. It's about the country and where it's happening. And Ross, like you said very, very well, we can't, we live in a country that does not give a damn about the violence that is happening. Because again, and I say this, you know, like I, I use it for dating and relationships, but I, but I mean this in life. If if someone wants to, they will. If someone has the power to do something, to say something, to make a change, they will. And these people up until this date, you know what I'm saying, June 9th, 2022, don't. So until that happens, we're going to see more of this, and unfortunately at this rapid rate too. So, I mean, yeah, we're going to see, we're going to see. A real, real quick, real, real quick, um, Ross, I'm pretty sure you saw it. Um, Akio, I don't know if you did. Um, did you hear about the Patrick uh, Lai Enola, the cop in uh, Grand uh, Rapids, uh, Michigan? Nah, what's that? All right, so there was a guy was pulled over, his taillight was out, and um, pretty much a white cop shot and killed him in Grand uh, Rapids, uh, Michigan. 
was it within is was it within one second like as soon as he pulled came out the car so he arrested him and put him on the ground patrick lie oh yes i did see that he saw that right and 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 i don't think he was fighting the cop or anything i think he was just saying things or whatever and he got shot and the cop threw him on the ground and shot him in the back of his head he was already handcuffed i don't know what handcuffed person with his with cuffs behind his back is going to harm a cop if that's possible please let me know in case i get arrested and i need to do some shit um but i mean it's 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 bro like uh, this gun violence thing it's not just these mass shootings happens with cops too bro like you could say cops are fucking mass uh murderers too because they kill uh, yeah because cops are mass mass murderers for sure cops are serious mass murderers the amount of bodies they put in the floor per year is I think it's more unjustified. Than, it's yeah, unjustified. And then they go to court and then nothing happens and they get uh, acquitted and they get their badge back and they're walking the street. Same old, same old. So we shall see. We shall see. Um, transitioning from mass shootings to another event that happened since we last recorded was um, influencer uh, Kevin Samuels um, surprisingly passed away. I think it was 56 Kevin Samuels was, and I mean, listen, we all know who Kevin Samuels is. Controversial uh, figure, talking about dating and relationships and sex and how women should do this and how men should do that. Not really about men, but, you know, more so, you know, for lack of a better term, targeting uh, women with a lot of what he said, African-American women at that end. Um, He had a cardiac arrest. He had some, he had a woman with him and he wasn't feeling well. There's way more to the story. People felt that he was a poison. I didn't see the autopsy report if it's even out. But um, it's been a lot of talk about Kevin Samuels because we know what how what he spoke about and you know how he went about it. And um, you know, there's people that are sad that he died. I mean, listen, when someone dies, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, that's sad. I'm saying um, and Kevin Hart. Oh my God, uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Samuels didn't harm anyone physically but verbally you know what i'm saying like he did a lot of women specifically was not happy with the way he went about delivering his um messages in terms of you know marriages and dating and relationships and sex and you know uh submitting to men and so on and so forth so um and you know a lot of people hated him when he was alive a lot of people are happy that he's dead um and and it's like i'll save how i feel about it after the both of y'all go, but I mean, you know, it, it, it's one of those things that where you know, I'm saying like, I don't know how to feel because it's like, yeah, he's dead and stuff like that. But it's like, I, I've always been saying that Kevin Samuel's message wasn't wrong. I feel like his target and his delivery was, I don't feel like what he was saying was so, bad. A lot I've, of what he said was wrong. I've he never said it was so good. I've never listened to one episode of Kevin Samuels. I've seen a couple of clips of him. Um, But in the clips I've seen, and I've seen clips where he's talking about men, and I've seen clips where he's talking about women. And so my thing was the disrespect that he put out to women, for me, that was enough for me not to fuck with him. I don't really care to see that. Um, Calling women whales and bitches and all this shit like for me that that's not that and then on top of it most of it majority black women and to me that's just degrading and when you're in a position of power and using it to degrade women 
in the in the you know tough love sense there's no reason why you need to disrespect anyone respect is should be a key especially to women as a black man especially to a black woman uh so that was enough for me not to fuck with him that being said women kept calling it and still, and at a certain point now I'm going, okay, so he realized that this is what gets him the views. Just like, what's that? What's the, the I don't, I don't know who these people are, but I know there's a guy who says some ridiculous shit about dating and, and whatnot. And he has, um, I've seen clips of his where he's talking about, oh, men can cheat, but women can't cheat or whatever. Um, but it's, it's when you realize that oh, this is what sells, this is what's getting the attention, this is what gets you to trend, so you keep doing that thing. And when people keep calling in, I can't feel sorry for you. And when you, if you accept that behavior, then I'm like, okay, you figured out your, your, your spot, your cliche, your way to get money, and that to me, that's what he was doing. It's not for me, but I can understand he's selling to an audience at that point. Akia, what's your take on Kevin Samuel's passing away and all the backlash that's come uh, with it, bro? Listen, man, people want to say what they want to say at the end of the day. I feel like um, I, he was very disrespectful to women, but sometimes he did say what needed to be said is just the way he said it. Um, him dying of cardiac arrest, that just goes to me telling everybody to go get your heart checked out because that shit can happen to any and everybody. But that's really it. Um, I wasn't really a big fan of him. I feel like he was toxic, but I wasn't following him too much. When I heard he died, I was like, oh, shit, that's crazy. And I know a lot of people was praying on his downfall. So, yeah, that, uh, that, that, that's the thing where I don't understand. Like me and anyone who died, for the most part, most people that died, um, being happy that anyone is dead, you know, praying on someone's death or, or celebrating someone's death that didn't do anything to you i don't know yeah that's wild to me you make social media get, get, to, get to them too much yeah that's a little wild to me but um yeah. me personally if i don't like something that someone's preaching and i'm seeing them on social media way too much i'm blocking that shit like nice. just stay away yeah you ain't gotta get that no energy simple you going and talking ill on the dead i don't that's something different so my take on it is kevin samuels knew what he was doing because if you listen to a lot of his clips that weren't posted or when he was first getting uh, popular, a lot of his stuff was directed towards men. But the it's almost like, you know what I'm saying, like sex sells. Like you ever went to a bar? and I mean, we've all gone to bar clubs and women got like their breasts out and they got on tight pants and stuff like that. Like that's one of that's one that keeps men coming Speak to those bars. Yourself. I, I'm not saying I'm missing no bar or no club or nothing of the sort. Go ahead. Anyway, sir, um, like we've all been to a bar, we've seen those type of things, and it's like, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like Kevin Samuels knew for him to take the next step in whatever he was doing, he had to target women. And Ross, like you said, women, specifically, women would call in and do this and do that, and they would be mad at him and curse him out. He would hang up on some of them, but it's like women kept calling. And there was some woman that would confide in him. There was someone that would befriend him and actually want his advice whether it was disrespectful whether it was not but if you really get to the nitty-gritty of what kevin samuels was trying to say or what he was saying depending on what the message was or the topic was a lot of it was not bad 
It's like I said, I felt yeah, like a lot, a lot of times he wasn't wrong. It just is the right, right, right. It's just that his delivery was terrible. Um, um, and hey, I'm... your delivery can make you wrong, my bruv. It doesn't matter. It's the certain things, it doesn't matter if you're saying the right thing if you say it the wrong way. Like there's plenty. If if I'm saying the right thing to you, but I insult you in the process, it's not the right thing to say. That's true. That uh, that's true. It's as it's. I think there's a saying. It's not what you said. It's how you um say it. And saying because it could come it it could come across wrong. But all in all, I don't think Kevin Samuel was a bad guy. Um, I watched the old ass. I mean, like a three year old interview of him and he had cancer at like 21 like i didn't even uh, know that a lot of uh, people don't so it's like he's been through some shit and it's like i was saying with like the mass shooting like you know what i'm saying like kevin samuels wasn't always this way well at least as we know and we heard he wasn't always this way how and why did he become like that like we don't know the relationship with his mom and i think he was married like two three times and he had like a kid and his daughter spoke and they didn't have the best relationship so maybe like he doesn't respect women or maybe his relationship with women wasn't the best there are people saying that like he was gay because of the way that he would talk and dress so on and so forth we don't know his personal life but i'm on the side of i don't think everything he said was bad it was his delivery bad yes but some of the things he said bad yes but kevin samuels he i think his end goal was he just wanted women to understand the power that they have but he also wanted women to be two things specifically, be accountable for the actions that they I'm saying do and that they make. But more specifically, I think Kevin Samuel's thing um, uh, thing was, and we've spoken, spoken about it on this show. We say, oh, well, the dating pool, the marriage pool, the relationship pool has, you know, this piss in it and this shit in it. A lot of women contribute to that too. And that's a conversation that women just don't want to have. It just can't be men being toxic. Was Kevin Samuels uh, toxic? Absolutely. But are men the main reason why dating in 2022 is the way that it is? Absolutely not. Because it's women that contribute to it too. And I think that's one of the things that women just absolutely didn't want to, you know what I'm saying, um, view him on and agree with. So, I mean, it does suck that he is dead. Um, it does suck that, you know what I'm saying, like we didn't see the end of his career and, where he was trying to go but it just but it just goes to show you people i i'm very big on people never forget how you make them feel like i come across people from my past and i cringe when i see them because the last time i saw them they made me feel bad or uneasy or whatever the case was and then the complete and opposite i see people that i see them and i give them a hug or if it's a home girl or a family member, i give them a kiss because Last time I seen them, they made me feel like the king and a prince and uh, so on and so forth. So, no, definitely rest in peace to him. And I mean, um, I don't know what's going to happen with his wealth and everything that's going to happen on that front. But um, it 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 definitely does suck. But um, it it, it but my final thing with him is it to me it wasn't all bad. And to say that Kevin Kevin Samuels was all bad and all toxic is wrong because he wasn't. He definitely. Um, uh, it wasn't. There's a lot of people that love that man outside of his uh, family. Like a lot of his out out pouring was a lot of uh, sadness, a lot of grief, and stuff like that. But the thing that I would say is Ross, and you hit the nail um, uh, on the head, is 
you want advice. A lot of people got to figure this shit out man, on their own. And I'm a victim of that too. The both of you, I've texted the both of you about exes and about chicks I'm dating or chicks that I'm having sex with. And I've asked the both of y'all opinions all the, all the time. And obviously the both of you guys being friends that you are of mine, you guys give me the best advice or things that you would do and won't. But at the end of the day, I wish I could ask y'all less because I have to figure the shit out on my own. When you guys hang up the phone or you guys go to sleep and don't respond to the text, it's just me. I have to figure <laughs> I have to just after this figure it out. So I wish when it came to dating and relationships, I saw I followed the shit on Instagram. My name is um uh and Allison and her IG is aligned with and Allison and she's like a relationship coach, marriage counselor, whatever, blah blah blah. And she has, and she was like, if people just make a list of non-negotiables, that's like half the battle right there. The thing is, if people don't make a list, they go in head first, or people make the list and they meet someone that they like, or the sex is great, and they go away from that fucking list and they try to make it work because of where sex is. But guess what? Kevin Samuels was saying the same shit. I've I used to watch Kevin Samuel on Instagram live, and I used to see Kevin Samuels tell these a woman. If a penis changes your perspective of a man, the issue is not him. The issue is you. The issue is you. And Akio and Ross, he's fucking right. And the same thing with us. If a vagina changes our perspective of a chick that we know we should not be with, but her sex game and her vagina and her head game makes us think differently, that if shit goes left, the issue is not her. The issue is us. The issue is us. And he said that verbatim a lot of times. But people would overlook that and go to the toxic shit that he said in his death let's give him give him a credit though because he did say a lot of good things too it was overshadowed by the toxicity and the delivery of the things that he said but kevin samuels wasn't a bad guy and it sucks that he won't that he'll be remembered as someone that was you know bad towards women for lack of a better term and not for the good that he did also because he did do a lot of good akio not for nothing, like he said a lot of things that men always wanted to say. He was just, but certain men are just very scared to speak it or say it. You know, um, like we said, this is the month for mental health for men. And that's something that we really need to push forward because a lot of dudes is really hurting inside and they they can't wait to scream. You know, pause on that statement. But still, it's, it's ah. rough. Ah. It's, it's rough being a, a black man. In America, I, I paused it, so we ain't even gonna go back to that. But still, it's rough, bro, because a lot of men, a lot of men are trained not to feel emotions, you know. And even me personally, um, I was sitting with my therapist, and I was like, you know, growing up, I didn't have time to deal with my emotions. Like, my emotions was a distraction. Like, I had, I really had shit to take care of and deal with. And even at that time, for me, at such a young age the shit that I was dealing with, I wasn't supposed to be dealing with, you know? So, and she said to me, she said, you know, I hear a lot of grief, but have you ever gave the younger Akio the credit that he deserves? Because that's a lot. And I said, you know what? You're absolutely right. I never gave myself the credit, but that, that's like, that. that's circling back to what I'm saying. A lot of men, we are trained not to deal with these emotions. And then now when we're an adult, we don't even know what the fuck to do. And we sit there hurting and quiet 
And some of us may cry, some of us might punch a wall, some of us might scream, whatever the case may be. But it's okay, bro. Like, we have to acknowledge these feelings. We have to learn how to process these feelings and learn how to voice it. And if you're dealing with somebody and she's telling you a bitch for expressing yourself, bro, let that bitch go. Because she 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 didn't go look in the mirror. That's really what it is. And men should be able to speak up, voice their frustrations, and voice their opinions and voice their feelings without being judged. And that's just how I feel about it. Um, I have I have a lot of friends who come to me and they'll start crying and shit and they feel embarrassed. I'm like, bro, fuck you embarrassed about it. like you're going through a lot. Like it's okay. Let it out. I would never tell a person if another man cried in front of me. Well, I would never tell the name of the man that cried in front of me. And it should be like that. We should be able to come together, understand each other, and be vulnerable and not be judged. Woman, if a woman could do it, why a man can't? Uh, and what you said about training, like uh, the, the the issue with men and their emotions and how we've been raised is because of a lack of training and a, a toxic masculinity programming that happens in a lot of just everything we see and what our past fathers and forefathers, like what they've been through and how they've been navigating the world hasn't been right, honestly. Um, the, 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 our problem is lack of training, lack of training on how to deal with emotions. Because um, all these men out here that think they're emotionless are walking around angry. Facts. And, and having anger burst all the time work relationships like they're not they're not showing that they're happy they're not showing that they're sad but they will show their anger and they think that they're emotionless no you are run by your emotion that one emotion like you're run on emotions and don't realize it that you are a ticking time bomb and don't know how to regulate yourself that that is that's the problem i have with most men today like they don't realize how controlled they are by their emotions they're sitting out here thinking that the women are the emotionless uh the emotional ones when honestly it's most men that are super emotional and it doesn't take much to trigger them which, which is true like with me um what i learned is my issue is i was raised and trained to survive so for me to love is hard because I'm always in a survival mode. And now it's like looking for someone, not even looking for somebody, but to be with somebody and to give all that love and to not receive it back is where the survival tactic will click in because now it's like, damn, what's next? So you're always thinking, as a survivor, you're always thinking plans A through Z. But when you're thinking of love, you, you shouldn't be thinking of those plans because it should just be plan A and done. So that's that's what I struggle with. And I can I can admit to that. Other men are still trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. And it's OK. You'll figure it out one day. Bro, a perfect example of what the both of y'all are trying to say is I remember when I was small, I would be crying. Like something would hurt me. Like I forgot what it was, but something would get me sad and to the point I would cry. I'll be going through it. And my parents would be like, what you crying for? What you, what you crying for? Stop crying. Stop crying. Da, 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 da. Go, go eat some food or like go outside and play. Akio and Ross. 
let my sister start crying. It was a council session. The world had to end. They had to go cater to her. All this, that, that, the boom, boom, boom. And I'm just like, her tears are my fucking tears. Like, bro, like me and her could be sad and crying at the same thing. And they would flock to her and just leave me and my brothers or me specifically and be like, oh, I fine, whatever. You get and over it. Your sister are crying. And, and it's like, wait, 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 wait. Like, like my tears should matter also. <laughs> if, yeah, you know what I'm saying? They're teaching you to be tough when, but in reality, they're just teaching you to bottle things in. Right. And that's an issue that I've had. And Ross, it's like you said, um, what you said, I'm saying like a lot of men are like uh, ticking time bombs and trying to uh, figure out certain things. Like I've been a victim of that too, because like you said, like I've always been taught to, you know what I'm saying? Hold things in, always been taught to, you know what I'm saying? I like don't, you know what I'm saying? Like express and even up to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, dealing with a woman. It's, it's, it's been something that we're like, I haven't been happy, but I don't want to voice it because, oh, you voice it. Now you look like a wolf. So you look like this, or you look like that. But unfortunately when it comes out you know, and during my healing journey, I had to re I had to really understand that my issue was that I wasn't mad at them at the moment I exploded. The issue was I, I've been mad. I've been upset with how things were going or how things were, were happening, but I didn't, voice it and express it as it came or as it went like i just was like all right fine under the rug under the rug under the rug and then that's never the case that's never the case so um we gonna see man it's it's, it's but yeah but, but yeah kevin samuels and i'm saying and, and and men specifically i'm saying especially when it comes to dating and relationships like yo all right so as y'all know my cousin uh ryan he he's uh, engage and stuff like that. So we were talking about the wedding stuff the other day. And to relate that to this, I was like, all right, so how's like the wedding planning going and stuff like that going, blah, 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 blah. And he was just all upset. When, when, well, not really upset, but he was like, oh, got to do this and think about how much money we got to save and how much this, that, and the third and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, Ryan, 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 Ryan. 50% of this wedding is you. None of this shit is happening. If you don't get on one knee, bro. So enjoy this shit too. Yes, it's made for a woman and woman's day and it's her. Nigga, this is your day too. Enjoy this shit. Don't get all flustered and stressed and this, that. This is not happening if you don't buy no ring, bro. So if you bought the ring, you got on a knee and you said, I want to spend the rest of my life with this chick. Enjoy the process. And our homie Joe, me and Joe had the same talk when he did it with his um um uh wife too he was talking about oh how much money they got spent and the and the whole guest list and the food and the cake and i'm like joe nigga enjoy it bro be hyped that you're going to go watch cakes be hyped that you're going to go and taste food be hyped that you're going to pick a venue when you're going to marry your wife why the fuck are you stressful Facts. you feel me like so, I mean, it, 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 men have to learn to enjoy shit because at the end of the day, especially when it comes to that too, 50% of anything is us. When it's dealing with a chick on that type of level, dating, relationship, sex, it's half of us and it's half of them. So I hope men think about that. So that's fact. Oh, that, was, that, was, that was true shit. Yeah, it's, it's, bro, it's facts, bro. Yo, if I get married, Akio and Ross, I swear on my pop's grave 
I will not be stressed about that wedding at all. This is my show too. This is what I want. This is how I want things to go. And we're gonna figure. We're gonna find a way to figure it out if wifey uh, did, um, uh, disagrees. I'm single, by the way. Anybody? <laughs> uh, <listen. laughs> there is no current wifey. I'm just speaking her into uh, uh, existence. But, but yeah, man. So, Ross, bro. Any final thoughts on this episode, bro? Ah, final thoughts. Hmm. Figure out if you want to live in this country. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, but in my opinion, make your money here. Get the fuck out. I'm, 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 I don't know where I'm going. Like, I'm not originally from this country. I've just been here long enough that it feels like home. Um, my home country is Jamaica. And uh, I don't plan on going back to Jamaica. But there are so many other countries that are doing things well that are doing things right and that are or just cool all right but america ain't it so uh said think about getting out because this this place ain't made for us and it probably never will be akil my brother any final thoughts on this episode bro i'm a black man i live in america and that's that uh, it just got to live life and try to be positive and that we don't get put in one of these situations and no one there was get put in these situations. It's mental health awareness month for men. And that's something we need to focus on. And that's all I got to say. Amen, bro. Amen. So my final thought, I wasn't going to bring this up on this episode. I was going to talk to you guys about it post show or at another time but i'll bring it up real real quick so like akia when ross and i said june is men's health men's mental health awareness month and as the both of you know i've struggled with mental health a lot you know and we've had episodes not i spewed out my whole life and how my mental health was affected but a big part of my mental health issues came from dating and relationships women yada 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 so a uh, long story short um, I want to pose a question about my mental health specifically to the both of you, because um, Saturday makes a year since um, I've been uh, single. Um, the relationship I spoke about on this show and, and on other shows, the breakup happened June 11th last year. And um, like I said, that was the trigger for everything that has happened now. My mental health getting better, healing, physical health. I'm like 112 pounds down, so on and so forth. But um, as two people that love me, and obviously I love the both of you back, as people that care for me, I value the both of you guys' opinion. You know, there's times where I want to hang up the phone on the both of you guys. There's times where I want to, you know, block you guys, especially Ross. But anyway, <laughs> especially Ross, and I ain't gonna lie. But on a serious note, from and and I'm gonna say it. It one, it one more time. It, Ross is my man, y'all. Like, Ross is my man's. Ross is my man's. Ross was there. Ross saw everything that I went down. Ross, I will be forever indebted to you, forever, grad, grad, forever, you know, giving you uh, our gratitude. Because, Ross, you legit probably saw me at my worst ever. 
ever, 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 ever. Like I've been low. That was low. And you were sitting at the table, sitting in the car uh, next to me. So long story short, the question that I want to ask, I'll start with you, Ross, is in terms of not to make this about me, but in terms of mental health and me specifically, from when you first met me through everything and this past breakup to this second right now, how have you felt that I've improved mental health wise? And where do you think, honestly, where do you think I still need to improve on? Homie to homie, uh, front to front. Okay. So, um, I mean, we, we talked about things like this, but even the other day we, we got into it. Um, so you, no one can tell you, and I would be the first one to fight for you. If someone said that you haven't changed, you have changed, you have changed your habits. The amount of discipline that you have now is wild. I probably don't even have them. Um, and you know, your determination is top tier. Um, my issue with you, and I told you this the other day, uh, and what I think you need to work on is that you, when you have an, you, when you have something in your head, you will sit there and find a way to justify it, no matter how wild it is. And I assume this is how you got yourself into a lot of the situations that you regret now, like the situation with your brother, because you found a way to justify it. Right. And it's something that I need you to sit and realize anytime you think you're doing something, you need to realize that you're justifying something. I, you know, you can't always call me, can't always call your boys. Like you said, we have our own lives. We have to, you know, when we hang up the phone, when you hang up the phone and we go to sleep, you got to deal with your own shit. You will sit and you will justify something and it will be against all odds. Everyone else would tell you no, but you'll find a way to find a, find a way to say yes. And, you know, sometimes you got to go against the grain and you got to do what you got to do and you know what's best for you. But you have shown continuously, right? You have, you have, a, you have the 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 situations now where you could say genuinely that you will make some shit up in your head and just go with it and it will not be the right thing so that's something that you have to look out for and have to work on and the, right, to right. me that that's your biggest thing but otherwise otherwise rev i'm proud i can't tell you enough i'm proud of you like i i look up to the amount of work you've done and on yourself you you sat here. You put yourself in situations that people could talk shit about you, and say all this and all that. And you've put your heart out there, and you've done it genuinely. And you're a genuine person. And you feel, you feel for others, you feel for us, and you, you know, you always trying to help people out. It's just a thing of you know all that is great, and you you've only been growing. Just work on, you know, just talking yourself into shit that you shouldn't be doing. Love you, bro. appreciate that. Akio, from when you met me, ramp agent, couldn't put 70 bags and been fucking three <laughs> to, to fuck it uh, uh, right now, bro. How, how have you felt, you know, I've improved mentally and what do you think, homie to homie, friend to friend, I need to improve on, bro? I'm shocked that you're asking me this question now on such a live feed because, wow, (laughs) 
Um, I'm gonna keep it a bug with you. You you've made a lot of progress, yes. Um, I am proud of you. And you are disciplined to a certain extent. I'm not gonna gas you up. Um you still got a lot of work to do. You have a lot of work to do, but I'm here with you through it. Um I don't know how to word what I want to say, and I don't want to say it, and you feel like I'm crucifying you. So I'm gonna leave it to say it, a bro. later date to discuss it. Nah, because okay, a later date. We'll get to start it, the next episode. With nah, it's a later date because like I'm not I'm not taking away your credit. Like you really did do a you really did do a lot of fucking work. Like you really put in a lot of work and you really made a lot of changes. And I am super proud of you. Um you the reason why I say you got a lot of work to do is because you you read nigga a lot. And and that's the only thing. And I feel like, fuck it, I'm gonna put it out there. I feel like you, you don't believe in yourself. I feel like you don't you don't see the progress that you've made. And like Ross said with the justification, but you're looking for justification from others to acknowledge your progress so you that's can feel a- like you're actually doing yeah. something. And you're not feeling like you're doing something on your own free will because you're doing something. So that's the thing. You have to acknowledge yourself. That's how I feel. And I'm not saying it to crucify you. That's why I said I don't feel like saying it now because I don't know how to word it. But that's the best way I can word it without it coming off wrong because you're not you're selling yourself short and not giving yourself a lot of credit. Um, You still got more healing to do. You you still. There's still a couple of things you still hold on to, but it's okay because you're hurt. And, you know, that was a lot. Like, you gave that a lot. So for, for it to happen the way it went down, I already know. I know how that goes, so it's fine. But um, give yourself the credit and pat yourself on the back. Like, you don't need us to tell you, Sean, you're doing a great job. Just wake up in the morning, look in the mirror and say, hey, Sean, you're doing a great job. Fuck it. Because you're doing a great fucking job. You know, you came a long way. You've made mistakes, and through every mistake, me and Rose was there for you. And through every decision you made, whether me and Rose told you no, and you said yes, and you did it, we were still there for you. So even with us telling you these <laughs> things and you not taking it, and it went in one ear and out the other, we're still going to be there for you because I don't know why we keep doing this. But, <laughs> you know, it's what it is, bro. We had so that's just what it is. Love you too, man. Love you, bro. Love you, bro. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. And 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 it's definitely some of that. You know what I'm saying? I I, I definitely promise y'all, I'm going to I'll work on it. And that's what I said earlier in the show. That's one of the issues that I had was you know what I'm saying like looking for like I would know something and I'd be like, Yo, Ross, like, what do you think? Hey, um, um, Akil, what do you think? And then y'all would tell me, and then it's like. I wouldn't be satisfied and I would be mad as fuck. And then I would block Ross for like two seconds and then I'll unblock Ross. Or like I wouldn't speak to fucking um uh, the Keo for like fucking like oh, um, a freaking week. And then I'll make it seem like he was the one that did it or reach out to me when he did. And I just left him on red because I was mad. So I mean, but not, but 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 I mean, and, I, and it'd be funny. I said it'd be funny because you dad be doing that on purpose and I wouldn't even realize it because I'd be like, oh shit, look, Sean just texted me. No, five facts. I own up. I own up to it. I've definitely ignored you sometime because that last conversation. I'm like this fucking guy, man. But I need to understand that it's tough love. And and at the end of the day, real real quick, my cousin uh, Ryan, the both of y'all know he 
the way he handles me when I ask him for ad, for advice, he never answers me. After I ask the question, he's like, so what do you I want to do? And then I answer. And then he's like, so why are you asking me? <laughs> as simple as that, bro. He always says, so, so Sean, so let me ask you, how do you feel? How do you feel you should go um, uh, about it? And then I'll answer. And then I'll See, answer his question. You know, indeed. <laughs> The question sometimes, <laughs> nah, nigga, that ain't it. <laughs> nah, it has does that shit, and it, it drives me crazy. It drives me crazy, but I, I can see your the point logic there. But there are certain things where certain things that you want to do, which is a bad idea. <laughs> no, 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 seriously, bad idea. Especially the last one that I ran, ran, ran past the both. Big facts. That was that one. But yo, the only reason why I even asked y'all this on this platform is because a lot of people, you know, from then to now have reached out to me. And a lot of people are obviously rooting for me. But one thing that I read that I've come to see and I've come to peep is that a lot of men specifically go through what I'm going through. And Akio and Ross, y'all be surprised there's people that's going through similar similar things that are both of y'all are going through too. And there's people that have told me that. There's people that have said, yo, man, like when Ross mentioned like how angry he he was about, you know what I'm saying, about, you know, this and the third, like I felt him. Or how uh, or how uh, Keo felt about this and the third, like I felt him too. And how you felt about, it, you know, Sean, da, 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 da. So I hope, you know, when someone hears this, it's like, yo, man, like, like I'm not the only person going through this shit. But like Ross said, like, I'm, I'm not afraid to speak about it. And I just want men to, you know, everybody, but specifically men to, yo, it's okay to be a vulnerable. People make being a vulnerable a bad thing. We all have to be vulnerable in life. So in men's mental mental health awareness month, I'm going through it too, but honestly, we're all going through it. I just choose to speak on it when a lot of people don't. So I definitely appreciate y'all. I definitely, um, I love y'all, like I said, um, I'm probably gonna I'll block y'all for a couple <laughs> hours, but it'll be it'll be all right. It'll be it'll be, it'll be yeah, I'll be all right. I'll be right. But yo, man, definitely great um episode, and can't wait to do it again. So, for my co-host Akio and Ross, I'm your host Sean Thomas, aka Shawnee on the mic, and Ross, you know what we say when the show is done? We out. Wow. <laughs>